we've encountered some pretty scary fighters so far. <laughs> but this is the first time I've seen someone kick somebody out of their shoes. And uh, I must have missed it. Yeah, when those um, schoolgirls or chicks in schoolgirl outfits walk up to a mm-hmm. crazy dude while he's trying to get with Maki, and she's like, yeah, we're a three-for-one deal tonight, but maybe mm-hmm. we'll cut you a discount. The first chick she, the first chick he fucking kicks, goes flying and one of her shoes falls off, like midair. I guess I missed the shoe part, but I do remember that. I always see the shoe part because that's like, for some reason that 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 makes a hit even more raw to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's why like like people getting hit by cars is scary. I think that's the only time in real life I've seen someone get hit so hard they come out of their shoes. Well, I mean, that that was bad, but I think before we even go more into that, can we talk about how gross of a human being this person is? No, 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 no. We have to have the fun part first before we get all serious. Okay, Okay, because the only thing I was thinking about all all these episodes, because it kind of revolved around Maki fighting that guy, I was like, damn, Lionel waifu getting taken gross man Lionel hurt i'm not no i'm not worried i'd only be worried if she liked it yeah no she didn't like it well Well, actually no that's not true she did like it that was confusing that was it's it's weird cartoon logic because i can't i don't know if she liked it so much as like every time he started to get up on her she'd go into some weird kind of trance well, to, yeah, there was that, that part, but also, like, she was getting off on, like, the fact that she felt helpless or something, or that um, she was getting a challenge. That's it. It's the it's, challenge thing. Yeah. It's specifically, yeah. um, partially what she's looking for is the rush, but more than anything, it's the kind of ten- the kind of tension she felt when she was a gymnast and was like... like pants shittingly terrified she'd screw up I guess I guess she's the kind of person that thrives being backed into a corner I also think just like with Baki she gets off on this stuff I think she really really likes it probably like right before the fight between her and uh, Sakamoto ended she kind of went crazy eyed yeah because she kept saying how much you know, of a rush she was having and all yeah. the power she was starting to feel. And, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that she was able to finally meet someone that could even be at her, somewhat at her level mm-hmm. just really got her excited. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. A little too much. A little too much. But then when it got a little too weird and he just kept getting a little too uh, yeah, well, personal... Um... Yeah, a lot of this episode is going to be talking about him since this is the first uh, like story arc we've really hit. I mean, in mm-hmm. the grand scheme of things, it's a minor one, but it's uh, centering around a character who will pop up later on, albeit not in this capacity. <laughs> <laughs> eh, yeah. Making me want to groan. <laughs> I'm so done with that guy. Well, how should I put this? <laughs> He shows up, but he's primarily in the background. Um, they they know which side the bread is buttered on with him because they give him fights, but they don't involve him with Maki from this point onward unless he's kind of like at a 
distance or he like says something and then they cut to her and she's getting a chill up her spine. For the most part, he actually holds to his word of like not doing that shit to her from this point onward. Because, yeah, this was, I gotta say, this was uh, just this this four episode block was like a big step down from the last one. Mm -hmm. Just because I didn't like this guy and it was, and there's something they did in the first three uh, that they kind of did in the second one, which was they really like did like the stop starting thing during the fights like someone would get like two or three hits in and then they'd sit there and like think about it and Mm -hmm. and with him it was especially bad because it was just like oh I'm so into this and she was like oh I'm so into like beating your ass and he's like oh I'm so into you and it was just like really excruciating to watch Mm-hmm. Almost to the point where I feel like the whole thing could have been handled in one episode. Um, maybe two. They mm-hmm. stretch it out by like having her meet with her dad. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, you could have done this in two episodes pretty easy. Yeah, and her dad was kind of interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, in the beach episode, they kind of did that thing too, which was. Because I actually thought the beach episode was shaping up to be a fun episode, and then there wasn't really any fighting in it. There's there's a reason for it. Um, one of the things is is that uh, following well this these this first block this I mean this next block we just did will give you an idea of a rough pattern. Airmaster follows as it goes on. It kind of deviates a little from it in a good way. But for the most part, it's uh, three to four episode arcs followed by a what I like to call a recovery episode. Mm-hmm. And there's some uh, thematic reasoning for my calling it that as well. Um, I forgot what I was going to say to that end. Um, that beach episode sets up something that shows up later, one of the best parts in the series. Uh, uh, I forgot the other point I was trying to make. Um, suffice to say, the chick she was getting ready to fight in the wrestling ring does come back. I would imagine so. That makes sense. Uh, what else was I going to say in regards to this? It's a little... It's kind of weak for an arc in the sense that it's focused on... Not so much that it's focused on one character or one f- I, it has to put, it's still in that introductory phase we're still meeting characters who are going to become regulars mm-hmm. so you know you have to get like weird bits of dialogue from uh, Sakamoto about his uh, background and implications about how deeply disturbed he actually is and all that stuff rather than you know going all in on the fight Seriously, yeah. my brain isn't working right now. Yeah, I mean, I I, I got that they're setting it up, and it was interesting that they seemed to also set up like her sister, who I thought was her brother <laughs> at first. So uh, yeah, if you think if you think it's bad here, the manga is kind of creepy in the sense that everyone, and I mean everyone, has the same face. Hmm. <laughs> like, the character designs are actually improved here versus uh, the source material. Interesting. Well, when she she came aboard, 
I wasn't mad at it. I was kind of like, all right, another one to the crew. It's it's interesting the sort of motley crew they're building. Yeah. Yeah, the The really group dynamics interesting enough. What were you saying, Joe? I was just going to say they're really tossing a whole bunch of characters at you. I know you say because like they're just wanting to introduce all the regulars. I guess that's why the series is twenty five episodes. I think it's twenty seven. And um, the characters drift in and out, so you're not mm-hmm. having to keep, you know, keep track of uh, everyone all at the same time. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, they definitely introduce. Okay, so they introduce her dad, her sister, uh, that crazy. I guess like three or four new characters to introduce. How many uh, yeah, I'd say about three. Mm. Her dad is uh, special. <laughs> he um, had a kid at fifteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, he, you know, he reminds me of. He seems like he's Ken. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like. Yeah, kind of like not rich Ken. <laughs> Stupid rich. The relationship he has with Maki is like they don't. I, I don't think really, there really is a relationship there. <laughs> it well, just seemed kind of... He's kind of... I, I imagine the implication seems to be that he wasn't around enough to really... Either around enough nor mature enough to really be like an actual father to her. Yeah. I think when they mistook her... Um, they mistook him for her older brother. That was probably more accurate based on the uh, psychological dynamic between the two of them. It was just funny when they they first introduced him. And he was in a ring and he was he kept saying, "I'm her daddy," and everyone <laughs> kept on saying, "Like, oh, he just said he's her daddy." I mean, what they say, like, "Oh, congratulations" or something like, yeah, "Oh, right like, on." Damn, like, he's good. Yeah. like I guess they thought yeah. he was sugar daddy or something. Yeah, that's like, oh, uh, a high school wife, and it's like that was a bit weird. Like you're all sick. Yes. Very awkward, but um. Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of that that really creepy guy. He's got a lot yeah. of problems. Yeah. Um, okay, you guys go ahead. I'll, <laughs> I'll cover some stuff in a sec. Uh, I think we've, we've talked about it before, uh, the sort of area where this exists in, um, which the fact that we've talked about it before is kind of just... <sighs> It's it's one of those things where it's kind of like normalizing sexual assault or like treating it in like a fun playful way, but it's I don't know they were just it just seemed like they were seeing how far they could take like gross rapiness uh, into like yeah. the humor territory. Um, so yeah, I wasn't a fan of that at all, or him, but yeah, and we just spent way too much time with him. Yeah, it, it just it got <laughs> got super awkward, especially at least for me. That in the, when they were in his apartment, and she really didn't understand what he was trying to do. Or, I mean, she was just so just wanting to fight and just thinking that he was just going to be her next challenge. And I don't think she quite had maybe the maturity level. I don't I don't know what it really was, well, but. He was also kind of like sending out mixed signals. Like he, at least a couple times, it's like he says, 
okay, let's fight, and then some, like, move she hits him with or something she does gets him going, and he's like, okay, let's let's do it now. And then they get back to the apartment, and he's like, okay, let's fight again. And then he shifts yeah. back to let's do it. Um, and then, and then when her shirt gets ripped open, and then she said, "Like, what you want to you want to put a baby in me?" And that was just, and then she started really freaking out. I think at that point she figured. At, at that point, you know, it dawned on her that he doesn't want to fight; he wants to do things to me. <laughs> and then she just ended up screaming so much the entire way. But yeah, that all that was, and just the whole thing when. It was just, oh my God, it was just weird. All of it was uh, just based on uh, what super rapey. Kind of implying with him, it sounds like he might have wanted to do both, or maybe mm. like when he tries to do one, he ends up trying to do the other. Or something. I don't know. They didn't explain it too well. No, no, you had it right. He, just he's, like uh, it seems he's like, like they try to imply that he's got like weird, violent impulses that come out no matter who he's with. It's called a fetish. He's super, he likes no, getting it's, up. No, it's not a fetish, because... I think he liked it when he was getting beaten up by her. Well, when he was I getting mean, he, beaten up by her, sure. I'm, I'm talking about, like, when he was going on before, talking about all I want is to be loved, as there's these shots of him just, like, obliterating everyone around him. Well, yeah, no, the man's incredibly strong. He's just and, insane. Well, <laughs> well, what I'm getting on is the insanity. Same with the bit where those like girls walk up to him and he kicks her out of her sneakers and then beats up those salaried men. One of okay. which he kicks into a second story building. That also, I just that made me hate him even more. If if Maki had not grabbed her sister, he would have kicked her. He would have kicked the little kid. Yeah. Yeah, he just that, the that, man doesn't. He's insane. Care. He's, yeah, he's and, brutal ass, raw ass insanity, and I think there's something to it beyond just he's crazy. Um, in the uh, prior episodes, I was talking about how two members of her crew feel kind of like, uh, depending upon how you want to look at it, uh, parodies or flat out deconstructions of uh, character archetypes. Um, mm. Mina the boob girl is the fan service character who is anything but fan service. Uh, Renge is the adorable Moe blob that's not actually adorable when she's trying to be Moe. Um, Sakamoto is not only built like a clamp character, but like reeks of everything that kept me from reading shoujo manga when I was uh, a lot younger. Hmm. Is um, I mean we we've all heard uh, have heard people complain. Oh yeah, women are into a holes. You you want her to like you, treat her like crap or like you don't care. Um, I don't know how much of the shoujo manga this represents now. I just remember like I'd pick up something, try and read it, and the there'd be some male character that was some, like, I guess one of the romantic leads, if not all of them would be either psychotic, hyper obsessive, or just creepy. Um, and it was always weird to me because these were, these were comics for girls. Like this Mm -hmm. is what there's, this is, this is supposed to be fan service. I never really got it. It always seemed 
I don't know, I just couldn't really make sense of it. But he feels like, like if we're calling the other characters deconstructions, then he's definitely a deconstruction of that. I don't see how the, I mean, I kind of, like, did you read somewhere that that this is the case? Um, Not specifically this. I've I just, feel like I've you're read some books where you have characters that are varying degrees of Sakamoto, and I've been like, I can't, I can't deal with this shit. Yeah, well, I, I'm not sure I, I understand. Like, aside from him, because I, I don't, I maybe I don't know enough about the archetype. Footprint. But like, like, but like the two girls. Uh, I don't know. You keep saying that, like, oh, they're clearly not supposed to be like. It's clearly not fan service, and she's clearly not cute. But I, I feel like she is like a cute character. Like, I feel like. Do you think she's cute when she's crying and screaming really loud? Yeah, I mean, I think she's funny, um, and like, I don't know. I feel like, uh, and like, what's her face? Like the titties all over. Like, yeah, it's funny, but like. I, I still think it's sort of fan service-y. Mm. I mean, we can uh, we can disagree there, I guess, but I, I don't think I'm wrong here. Maybe we can I mean, find a second opinion somewhere down the I, line. I, I mean, I, I guess what you're saying is you think like the creators did it to like poke fun at those tropes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I don't know. I, I feel like both can still sort of be the case like, in which case uh, maybe the creator's just incompetent uh sort of because neither of them do their job very well <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't look at them as like really send-ups um but then again i don't watch as much anime as you Yeah, I feel like I want to give the creator more credit in that regard, though. Which is why I think they may be deconstructions more than flat-out parodies. Yeah, I don't know. Especially since they're, like, outside of those elements, they're they're decent. When you say, like, deconstruction, I I don't know, I kind of expect more. Mm. Like, deconstructing. Hmm. Fair enough. Well, it could just be that those um, the things that they're trying to deconstruct or whatever they're trying to do. I mean, I mean, it's not like all these different types of anime characters are very complex. <laughs> I yeah. mean, they're not incre- incredibly deep. So maybe they're also uh, side might... characters to a show about yeah. fighting. Correct. So who knows what their original intent was for those particular characters? But I am kind of curious to see if maybe that's what they were trying to do or not. But Yeah, unfortunately, we'll never know. There's got to be somewhere on the internet where someone has... I've looked. ...worked <laughs> about it or something. Our only hope at this point is to stir up new interest. Yeah, so I think I, I, think I asked before already, but uh, this has kind of disappeared, right? Like Mostly, the property? Yeah, it just kind of... I think you can you can watch it on Crunchyroll um, legally, and you can legally buy the two seasons off of Amazon, I think. 
So it exists in an official capacity, albeit barely. Even when this anime came out, it's not like it got a whole bunch of uh, yeah. Like it, marketing it was or whatever. It had a, I want to say it had at best a cult following when it came out. I think it came out at the near the beginning of that anime boom in the aughts, mm. when uh, not only was everything being made, but everything was uh, getting shipped to to the west. I, I'd say that because like that's that's the only way. Grappler Baki gets an official release in the States. Because that is like niche upon niche upon niche. It's never been released in the States? Um, it has. I'm, and I'm, I'm specifically talking about the series, not the uh, OVA we watched. Mm. The manga even got a uh, limited release out here. It was uh, part of a serial called Raijin Comics. But, um... That unfortunately went under, and it took the Baki manga with it. Mm. I almost kind of wonder why Adult Swim never started showing the animated, you know, Baki. Maybe maybe it was just too violent. It may have been too violent, since um, it's actually got a surprising lack of blood in it, but a surprising amount of broken bones. Yes, there is quite a lot of that. And then there's the bit where a guy makes other people's arms pop. <laughs> no, it's pop. pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, it's violent in very strange and creative ways. Fighting a bear. Uh, it wasn't a bear, Joe. It was an ape. <laughs> oh, right. right. It was, was a hyper-intelligent ape. Yeah, it was a it was big though. It was not a yeah. It was massive. Ball. It was, it was massive. like I think they were trying to imply it was like a relic from prehistoric times or something. <laughs> it's the worst kind of ape. Uh, prehistoric ape. Fight with. Mm. Oh, something else I, I noticed with Maki and just watching her fight all these different people. She can't take hits very well um i well, noticed we that when seen her take a lot of hits um it's the trade-off to her style being both offensive and defensive simultaneously mm. is is she i mean it's it's a it's a definite boon that she avoids getting hit while attacking but uh at this point in time yeah it is a notable noticeable weakness in that she doesn't really have to how should put this? She doesn't have to like build her chin up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure to what degree her uh, not being able to take a hit will be will be revealed as a weakness. But um, so far, she does get noticeably rocked every time she takes any hit. Yeah, she. Uh, I think that's her one weak point. I mean, uh, I feel like when she was fighting her dad, I did like that move she was doing where she's able to absorb the impact and kind of throw it back. I see that a lot with, um, shoot. What's that throwing? Oh wait, judo. Judo. Yeah. I mean, that's what judo is all about. It's just taking there and, you know, yeah. Using the momentum of the opponent. Yeah. Yeah. So that was always pretty cool when she was doing that. But the few times that someone was able to actually hit her like in the face or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's down for the count. I mean, well, she's not, like knocked out but she 
does not take hits very well. It kind of you, what it is is uh, it's not even. I guess it's not even so much she doesn't take hits very well, but they definitely stop her. Yes, that, that's, like we've seen people she fought against like walk through three or four kicks before they go down. <laughs> I see that pervy guy. He just kept getting back well, up. Well, he um, mentioned uh, right before he got creepy, er, that uh, <laughs> he could he could like activate uh, endorphins at will. Yeah, which is why he was able to take stupid amounts of damage. Probably also why he can, like, attack so fast and hit hard enough to kick a guy into a second-story window. Mm. Or a chick out of her shoes. <laughs> or a dude through a pipe. Yeah, it's just, I didn't see that coming, man. He just straight-up kicked that well, girl. Well, see, that's the thing. and I guess it's uh, the only reason why I have a remote level of interest in the character outside of the creepiness is the way he moves and fights kind of makes sense to me. Like, he's the kind of guy that reacts on emotion emotion and impulse, but does it with the precision of a martial artist. Not only that, but, like, endorphin control basically gives him near, lo- near superpower levels of strength. He's a fun guy to watch fight, but uh, maybe not much else. No, every time he'd get back up, Maki would kind of freak out a little bit. Yeah. So. Such power. Comes great responsibility. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Not in that case. Um, no, Maki's only concern is getting in the street fights. She has zero responsibility. Though it may, might change now that she's living with her sister. Well, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Fine. be real. Her little sister's probably going to do all the cooking and cleaning and everything. Yeah, I did think that was cute when she encountered her sister for the first time, and she immediately started grappling her. She didn't expect that one. Yeah, this family is really violent. Mm. You know, that's a family you want. You know it to be true. No, it's not. Always <laughs> hey, a challenge if, around every one. Joe, Joe, have you seen my dad? <laughs> I have. Maybe his arms are as big as his head. <laughs> if I tried to fight my don't dad, you, I would die. Don't you want a challenge, though? That's not a challenge. That's a death wish. Be like Baki and his dad. Come on. That's that's the only <laughs> dynamic worse. <laughs> Yeah. That relationship's got a lot of issues. So, Mike, you think you could take your dad in a fight? Mm, probably. He's big and fat and slow. Yeah, oh, okay, there you go. But uh, he does have big arms, but I think I could manage to avoid him. Just hit him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, street fighting. That's dirty. I do what you got to do. <laughs> Actually, wait, speaking of, like, the balls, uh, did Maki, when she dropped down her dad, did she, was that his gut or his that balls his that gut. she need? Okay. That was his gut, because he shrugged that hit off too quick for it to be anything but. <laughs> I was wondering there. And, you know, you can, like, train uh, your abdomen to take a hit. 
he grabbed her pretty quick. You got back from that. Yeah, that double arm her. lock. I'm gonna break your arms, or you tell me where you're gonna fight. Tell yo, daddy, where you gonna fight? <laughs> yeah. You like that word, Joe. Yeah. And Big Daddy Joe. Oh. That's a, that's that's your pro wrestling alias. Or my pimp name, whatever comes first. Sizzler both. man. Yeah. Sizzler man. Yeah, you yeah. could be Big Daddy Joe. You could have the pimp gimmick. Sizzler man. You can show up with three chicks. One's an actress, or no? One's a one's a model, one's a novelist, and one's a singer. <laughs> yeah, they all geeked out when that happened. Now I, I don't understand the logic in that. Do they just not have time for a fight? Is that where they're like, this girl is just like, all right, I'm gonna blow up her head. Oh, it's um, it, funny, but like, um, I, don't, I don't know why. Well, it happens later. Uh, I think she was stating that she didn't want it because she like changed the name from he's I think it was Kazuna Mask to Fight Man. Mm-hmm. And I guess mm. she didn't want to be associated with a, a name as bad as Fight Man. Mm. Interesting that she built her a mask with a self destruct device, but um. Yeah, she. I think that character shows up later too. Mm. In an odd way. Yeah, uh, part of the reason why uh, when we were initially going to do this, I was gonna, I wanted to start at an arc a little later on, the one we're coming up on, is kind of because of what happened here. The uh, first. Well, I don't know, let's just say the first eight episodes are kind of slow, especially in comparison to what we get later on. I thought the first four were pretty great. Yep. They're okay, but it's it's more of that... How should I put this? I guess they're fine up. They're fine enough as introductory, but it's kind of all they are once you've, already, once you've seen them. Mm. Well, I liked it, and I liked the fights in them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very but entertaining. even those are pretty one-sided. Like, the fights um, are only going to get better from here. But there's a couple of point in the ser- points in the series where they're just amazing. Cool. But, yeah. Um, anything else you guys wanted to mention before we got to recommendations? I hope the next story arc is less creepy. Yes, it's less creepy. There's no more <laughs> creepy weirdos. I swear uh, to God, everything with you guys is blah, blah, feminism, blah, blah, Congress. <laughs> no, but I like their master. Should be good. More fights. Make Joe happy. Um, let me think. See, the problem I have is that I always kind of like front load the recommendations in the first episode since I'm not sure if we're going to come back to something. And then I can't think of anything to recommend after. Um, so if you wanted to get an idea of what I was talking about when I was mentioning, like, shoujos with, like, like creepy characters that they, like, want you to be into, but, like, 
you really shouldn't. Um, I think the worst instance of this is a manga called Hot Gimmick. <laughs> mm. I'll say no more. Hot Gimmick? Yeah. The name doesn't make any sense. What's it about? Um, hot Gimmick. <laughs> yeah. Well, if the if if by hot if you think uh, blackmail is a hot gimmick, then yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Life. Um, I think I mentioned that uh, Sakamoto also had clamp proportions. Uh, clamp. I think it's a collection of manga authors. Uh, most famous for X. 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 Uh, maybe watch that. That's got some action in it. <laughs> Uh, let's see, I already mentioned uh, Battle Royale High, so I guess another uh, high school fight show that might be neat is uh, Tenjo Tange. Though, uh, fair warning, it's um, the creator of that manga is uh, often referred to as the king of fan service. That being said, the fights are actually still really good. Me and Mikey. Oh, the fights are good. I'm down. Yeah. Mm. If all you want is fan service, then there's Icky Tosin. <laughs> but that shit is literally stupid. AKA Icky Toast. I don't know. <laughs> That's not true. Don't believe me. Uh, uh, anything you want to recommend, Joe? Bloodsport, and I believe we even watched that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It's one of my favorite episodes of this show. Yes, because it's got blood and it's a sport. (laughs) Is Joe Joe on that episode? Yeah. I believe I am. You are? Yeah, he is. Yeah. It was the three of us. Mm. We watched it and then talked about it? Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, it isn't one of your favorite episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was good. Um, but more importantly, I recommend that movie, not because it's an awesome movie, but because of Van Damme. <laughs> Damn. Van Man, Damn awesome. it. And Double Team? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do Double Team. Yeah, I guess both uh, Van Damme as a whole and Maki have a style that centers around aerial kicks. Yeah. Let me see what else. Well, if you want something with Van Damme that has a good amount of comedy, watch Street Fighter. Ah, yes. Or... Great film. Very good film. You can go to YouTube... And watch Van Damme do the splits. <laughs> Plenty of that. With those trucks if you want to cut right to the meat, so to speak, and rub out that easy one, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, wait, you're rubbing it out when he does the split? Okay. Right. I'm not. You're the one that recommended it, Joe. And you're the one who brought up rubbing it out. <laughs> All right. All right, hey, man. Know. I'm not assuming everyone that listens to this is a straight dude. There could be so, like some gay guys or something. Or girls can rub it out too. Who knows? Sure. That too. All right. This has gone a direction I wish it hadn't. 
Bring it on back, Lionel. Okay, anything you guys want to say before I put you both in the double arm lock? <laughs> Pull up my leg. Big butts. Do not lie. You know, there's actually... I don't think we've seen any big butts in this show. Uh, uh, that's not true. Just grotesquely large boobs. Oh, when... one thing I, I did want to ask was, what does cutting through the cortex mean? Cutting through the cortex? I have no idea. Did somebody did say that in this show? Yeah, it's in the end credits. It's part of the chorus. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember... I'll have to look look I guess look at the the lyrics to that song again. They're weird. Mm-hmm. I think that song is literally about losing your mind. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Well, I still love I still love that the uh, the ending with her running. It's just fun to watch. Mhm. Yeah, I guess one thing I can mention before is that the uh, subs here don't really do do don't do the best job at times, and mm. I feel like they were kind of they're kind of at their worst in the episodes involving Juliet or Sakamoto. Um, like a lot of the stuff he said just flat out didn't make any sense, and. I'm kind of curious if that was just the subs not working or if he's literally supposed to be babbling. Hmm. But again, I guess we'll never know unless one of us learns to speak Japanese. I'm sure you could find a forum where somebody does. Well, then I have to find a forum where somebody actually watched Air Master. It shouldn't be too hard. Harder than you think. I have tried. Have you tried NeoGAF or uh, 4chan? Uh, yeah, I've tried 4chan. I haven't tried NeoGAF yet. Mm. Well, I'm sure you found some stuff on 4chan, but probably 4chan is a dark place. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So after a wee bit of searching, uh, I did find a fanfic called "Cutting Through the Cortex." Uh, it's a Naruto plus Air Master crossover. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Joe, send that to me right now. I <laughs> I will. I'm reading it. And it's uh, starting a boy lonely and hated. Yeah, this is all for yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's Naruto. That's how that show starts. Yep. That's why you got to watch Boruto. He's all happy and excited. Mm. All the time. Except he hates his dad. Oh, he hates his dad with a passion. I saw a clip on YouTube where he, like, drove a truck into a statue of his dad carved into a mountain. Yeah, it's the second episode, I think. No, I think it's the first episode. Yeah, it's... He don't like his daddy. But his daddy loves him. Opening and closing theme is Synthetic Highway. Please check out its creator, Submorphine, at soundcloud.com slash submorphine. should be hyphen-o-r-p-h-i-e. The preview theme slash promo theme is Anime Raku. 
please check out its creator at facebook.com slash squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Also check out Squarion's Flash Project, Project Stick, at facebook.com slash Project Stick. For old episodes and new episodes as they come out, please subscribe to us on soundcloud.com slash radio. You can also subscribe to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash radio, on Twitter at radio, or through Android, iTunes, or Google Play. If you want to talk to the hosts individually, I'm on Twitter at Connect. Joe is on Twitter at MAGP Returns, and Mike is on Twitter at HyperNights. Because the kids needed something to watch while the parents were watching football or something or cleaning or going on errands or doing whatever the hell adults do. <laughs> yeah, we still don't know. We're well into our 30s. Yeah.